You're listening to Transform Your Life the Flamingo Way with Gillian Hughes from Chatty Flamingo, the podcast that chats about emotions, healing, energy, mindset, holistic approaches, and life in general. Life's for living and enjoying it every step of the way, and I'm dedicated and passionate in supporting women to release and heal emotional blocks and reframe their mindset to live the life they deserve, all with a spiritual twist. I'm determined to share with you easy tips, techniques, and suggestions to make your day-to-day life easier so you can feel more empowered to create and live a life full of purpose, confidence, and happiness, whatever that looks like for you. Have you ever had a conversation with someone that made you feel like you were just going round and round in circles? You tried and tried to explain your point of view, but you just weren't connecting with the other person. Hi, it's Jilly, and this week we are talking all about communicating effectively and with clarity. And we're going to have a look at communication style so you can understand your communication style and, if you need to, what you can do to change it or enhance it in some way. Here's my question to you Why does it seem like everyone is so reluctant to communicate without restrictions? just honestly and openly from their heart on how they feel and what they think. Is it a reflection on our current society? Is it too hard to show vulnerability? Or is it a fear of being judged or worse still laughed at? A fear of rejection maybe? Or a fear of making yourself look like a fool? How we communicate, just like many of our behaviours and mindset, stems from our past experiences and pains. And as humans, we go to great lengths to keep ourselves safe, mostly subconsciously. And this leads to self-sabotaging, limiting beliefs, and never truly feeling understood. We're going to take a look inwards at our own styles right now to see how we could change Let's be self-aware. What could we do differently to help us get our point across? In my opinion, open and honest communication is key to feeling happy and more fulfilled in life. And why is this? Well, it's simple, isn't it? Nothing is left unsaid. Everyone knows where they stand. And whilst clear communication is not always good to hear, you know, honesty is the best policy. Sometimes we don't want to hear that honest truth, do we? Because it hurts or or it's just not what we want to hear. However, isn't it better to understand? And when you're communicating with others, isn't it better to be upfront and communicate clearly? So what is a communication style? Surely we just all talk, don't we? No, no, of course not. There's more to it than that. You knew there would be. And a communication style is the way you interact and exchange information with other people. A communication style is not just about the words we use, but also includes the facial expressions, body language, and the deeper meaning or intention behind our words. And it can have a huge impact on the quality of all our relationships. Now, If we don't communicate clearly, one of the biggest things that happens is people make assumptions. And people make assumptions based on themselves. It is bonkers. Assumptions aren't real. And that's why clear, honest communication is the best way. And if you don't understand what someone is telling you, ask for clarification. There's five communication styles, okay? And most people will use all five styles from time to time depending on the situation and the person they're interacting with. 
but each person will fall back on one primary style as the way they communicate most of the time. If you do want to work on the way you communicate with others, it's important, as with all this self-development, to not only identify your primary communication style, but also to identify the styles of the people around you, your nearest and dearest, that you interact with on a daily basis. As I've already said, our primary communication style is based on childhood and cultural influences. There are less healthy communication styles that we're going to go through and you can always seek help from a professional who can share with you ways that you can address your your communication style. The first step is self-awareness. Can you identify your primary communication style? So you might, again, want to have a pen and paper and just write out the ones that you identify in yourself. And again, what's interesting, sometimes we have those blinkers on, don't we? We believe we communicate a certain way. However, we're not feeling understood. We're not feeling heard would indicate you're not communicating maybe as assertively as you thought you would. I'm going to go through the five communication styles. You be honest with yourself. What positive and negative traits of each style are present in you? Are you ready? Let's get going. So the first one is an assertive communication style. And this is often considered the best style. Now, I don't think what I'm about to to say is going to come as a big surprise. It is also the least frequently used style. The assertive communicator has a high self-esteem, is able to find a middle ground between being aggressive and submissive, and clearly communicates their needs without hurting others. So the qualities of an assertive communicator are they're socially aware, they're empathic, They're protective of own needs and wants while remaining respectful of others' needs and wants. They accept rejection easily, take responsibility for their own choices. They have a direct way of speaking. They're emotionally expressive. They speak in a medium pitch, speed and volume. Open posture, good eye contact. And their communication builds trust. And most importantly, with the assertive communicator, people know where they stand with this person. Okay, moving on to the aggressive communicator. Focused on winning, aggressive communicators do not take other people's feelings or needs into consideration and often achieve their goals at the expense of other people. So qualities of the aggressive communicator are they're out to win no matter the expense. They believe their ideas, needs and emotions are more valid than those of others. They can come across as bullying and intimidating as well as abrasive and demanding. They're emotionally explosive. They react out of fear and insecurity. They're threatening. They use name calling. They invade the personal space of others during communication. Bigger than others in posture and gestures. And people tend to feel defensive, resentful or humiliated after speaking with this person. And other people may be afraid of this person because they are unpredictable. If you can relate to any of those, write them down. And the third communication style is passive. And the passive communicator is always trying to avoid conflict. Passive communicators believe that the needs and wants of other people come before their own. They highly value pleasing others and are often uncomfortable speaking up and adding their opinion to the conversation. So the qualities of a passive communicator, they avoid confrontation. They're apologetic for their ideas and opinions. They value keeping the peace. They feel like a victim, lack of confidence, 
They're dishonest and they find it hard to take responsibility for decisions. They yield to others and dismiss their own wants and needs. They may feel resentful when their unspoken needs are not met. They can be inexpressive or have a small presence. They demonstrate submissive behaviour and they use a soft voice with no eye contact. And people are often confused about what this person wants and may discount them. Moving on to the passive-aggressive communicator. Stemming from a feeling of powerlessness, passive-aggressive communicators seem passive externally but hide their true feelings and intentions. And the qualities are they act indirectly from a place of anger. They express their feelings by undermining the object of their resentment. They complain. They love to gossip. Devious and sabotaging can come across as patronizing and sarcastic. They are two-faced, they're pleasant to someone's face but aggressive behind their back and they fake sweetness in their verbal expressions. Now look at the posture with these. Their posture is often asymmetrical, hand on hip, one leg out, leaning, etc. People may feel confused, hurt or resentful after interacting with a passive-aggressive communicator. And then the last communication style is manipulative. Skilled at controlling and influencing others to their own advantage, manipulative communicators are scheming and cunning, playing the victim to hide their underlying message. And their qualities, they ask indirectly for what they want. They control others through deceitful actions and words. They make others feel sorry for them or obligated to help. They can be calculated and scheming. They use fake emotion to exploit others, patronizing. Facial expressions used may convey sadness, helplessness or self-pity. And people tend to react to help a manipulator out of guilt or obligation. Others may be constantly trying to figure out what is really going on, leading to frustration and irritation. So they're the five types of communicators. And as I said at the beginning, we all demonstrate elements from each. Ideally, you want to go back to that assertive communicator and primarily be displaying those qualities and communicating in an assertive style. If you did resonate with a more unhealthy communication style and are realizing that maybe you would like to learn how to become more assertive, the great news is you can. Woohoo! If you have several relationships and they're all kinds of relationships, family, friends, siblings, co-workers, romantic, all the kinds of relationships. If you have several where the communication between you needs work, remember, the only person you can change is you. You can't sit down and go, hey you, I think you don't communicate the way I'd like you to. Could you just change please? Of course you can't, if only, right? But you can change you. And chances are, if you begin to speak directly and with empathy, those are around you will pick up on that and change their tone as well. One, spend time listening to what the other person has to say. And this is the thing, isn't it? There's a couple of things, actually. In modern life, I was talking about eye contact and body language. Very often, we're on the phone or we're on Zoom. It can be quite hard to get the full measure of all of that. So you need to be even more self-aware and alert, really, to what's being said. And also, if you are going to communicate with someone, give them 100% of your time. There is nothing worse, is there, than being on the phone or sitting talking with someone and they're busy doing something else. What does that tell you? How does that make you feel? Show people the respect. Give them 100% of your time when you are interacting with them. 
Being open to discussing dissenting opinions is hard work. But remember, listening to understand another person's perspective doesn't mean you are required to agree with them. It does, however, tell them that you care about. You care enough to listen. You don't have to agree with everything they say. Make empathy, authenticity and transparency high priority in your conversations. Be upfront about what you want and need with care for how it affects the person you are speaking to. Be self and socially aware. Read between the lines. Notice body language, tone, etc. of what is happening during the conversation. If you sense the other person begin to get defensive, pull back and let them know you hear and validate their opinions and feelings, even if you disagree. Mainly, be straightforward and clear with your words and body language. Don't leave the other person guessing what you truly want or what your intentions are. Work on creating eye contact and presenting an open body language. Remember, we want to try and eliminate the need for assumptions and projection, which is when they project how they would feel about something, leading to an assumption that is completely wrong, completely irrelevant or invalidated. It is hard work, no doubt, and if you want help working through anything that is preventing you from being a more assertive communicator, then you can work on it, either by yourself or with a professional. If you have spent your life silencing yourself, you may need help building self-confidence and finding your voice. On the flip side, if you tend to communicate more aggressively, maybe you want to work on your anger management. You can have a look at Chatty Flamingo website to help you develop the skills you need to communicate clearly and confidently, reduce conflict, speak with empathy and get what you want and need in your relationships without hurting the people around you or compromising yourself to a detriment effect. Download your free guide guiding your emotions. You can get it from chattyflamingo.com. I will put the link in the show notes. If you would like help, take a look at letting go of the past five-week one-to-one package or there's a three-hour intensive. If you communicate in an assertive style, you are going to be communicated with better and you are going to feel more understood, which in turn leads to a happier life. Communicate, communicate, communicate. If you've enjoyed this topic of communication, Come and join the Ladies Life Transformation Group on Facebook. Next week's live will all be about communicating and just take a different angle with some examples, etc. that maybe you could put into your current life as well. But communicating is key and you really do want to make sure you are communicating in an assertive style to get the best out of your relationships. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Transform Your Life the Flamingo Way with Gillian Hughes from Chatty Flamingo. If you would like to get a copy of the Flamingo Way Guide, go to chattyflamingo.com forward slash the Flamingo Way Guide and let's transform your life the Flamingo Way. See you next time.